Okay, wait. Total, total tangent. I just have this really funny story. Can I just say it before we get into this? Because I feel like it'll lift the mood. Okay. Okay. Um, so yesterday, I was going on a run in Hong Kong, like just around my uh, neighborhood. Um, but now there's a new rule in place in Hong Kong that you have to wear a mask at all times when you're outside. So I had to go on my run while wearing a mask. And you may be wondering, why did you decide to go on a run if you have to wear a mask? And I did it because the um, the weather is usually really, really hot in the summertime. But the past few days have been rainy. So when it's rainy, it's not as hot. So I would I go and run when it's rainy. Anyway, I'm running down there. And then I, all of a, I'm like kind of exhausted, right? Because I'm a pretty mediocre runner. And mm-hmm. then behind me, I look over my shoulder and there's my PE teacher on on a bicycle okay so my PE teacher he's on a bicycle and he is and he's like a pretty you know fit tall guy and then there's me a mediocre runner and in my head I'm like the real thing to do to be to avoid this teacher would be to like duck into a bush or something or like look at my phone all those would have worked but instead I start sprinting okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm like sprinting away from this guy who's on a bike and by the way he was not wearing a face mask I just wanted to point that out so but you know I think all my swim training has led up to this because Mm -hmm. um, swimmers yeah swimmers know how to breathe with like five percent oxygen so I lasted maybe a solid hundred feet nice before my PE caught up with me anyway Welcome back to Adolescence. I'm Finley. And I'm Sarah. Adolescence is a podcast where we talk about all things teen. Um, and today we're going to be talking about more of like teenage mental health stuff. What are we talking about, Finley? Um, we're talking about body positivity. Sorry, I'm like eating breakfast right now. <laughs> <laughs> this happens every single time. Um, today I'm eating... I'm eating toast with like this fancy pear compote that our friend gave Ooh. us with like some yogurt on top and granola. Um, that sounds so good. I'm sorry. There's always like eating noises on this podcast. It's always me, never Sarah. No, okay. it's okay. Because you, I make you record in the morning and I record in like the afternoon when I'm like drinking. It's okay. Not mm. like alcoholic. <laughs> yes, I'm drinking, drinking my kombucha. Yeah. Okay. Today we're going to be talking about body positivity, and um, and I said in the last episode with Arya that we were also going to be talking about um, eating disorders. It's best to start with like a definition of like what we mean when we say body positivity. Um, I think we're going to be talking about it in a pretty general sense, and people have different definitions in their head, but the one I'm going to use is one we took, I literally took it directly from Wikipedia, but body positivity is a social movement rooted in the belief that all human beings should have a positive positive body image while challenging the ways in which society presents and views the physical body. The movement as- advocates the acceptance of all bodies regardless of physical ability, size, gender, race, or appearance. I think I'm going to start by saying why like, we think body positivity is a necessity and generally in the media why it's considered a necessity 
So I think it's no secret to anyone that the media assigns more worth to skinny people. And when I say skinny people, I think I'm specifically talking about like white, able-bodied skinny people. Um, but I think what we're talking about with body positivity is more related to the skinny part while race and ability is definitely also a part of it. I think over time, body positivity has definitely improved. But the general consensus of American society today is that if you're skinnier, you're better looking, you're healthier, and you're just generally regarded in a better light. I mean, this also leads to the idea that being skinny awards one with a better life, better friends, more happiness, more strength, more fitness, more followers on social media, and more opportunity in life in general. And while this view is heavily distorted and inaccurate, I think when you also like look at the popular people in your school or the popular groups you see in movies or even like the heroines of movies and TV shows, they're not usually fat people. And if there is a fat person who's a more main character in a TV show, I think they're often assigned the role of like the funny fat side character, mm-hmm. um, which also just generally deteriorates at the idea of body positivity. And I feel like body positivity is like a very complicated subject and we're yeah. not going to go like too deep into it. But um, I just want to say in no way is body body positivity, like a lot of people think it's like glorifying obesity and like living an unhealthy lifestyle, but it's not. It's like literally just like as simple as just like loving your like loving how you look and not because mm-hmm. like everyone deserves to love the way they look like just because you're you may be overweight doesn't mean you have to like hate how you look like that's just dumb yeah I think that's yeah that's how I think of it and I know it's like really complicated um and everyone has different opinions about it but I think that's the way that we're thinking about it yeah I agree I think people often get caught up in like the health aspect of body positivity or like that and I think I was talking about this just briefly earlier that being skinnier is associated with like being healthier And I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of studies show that that's in no way true and that people with wildly different body types can all be the same level of fitness or health. And while, yes, I think obesity, I can't speak, obesity is a growing problem in America, I don't think it's necessarily related to body positivity because, as you were saying, it's just about loving who you are and it's not Mm -hmm. saying... It's like, I don't know how to phrase this. It's not like, it's I don't like, think, yeah. You can love yourself, but then also like try and be healthier too. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to, like, you can just love the way you look, but also want to make healthier lifestyle changes. It doesn't have to be like, you have to hate yourself to be able to, like, yeah. because you love yourself, it means like you're like being an unhealthy person or whatever. Yeah. Like, taking care of yourself and loving yourself mm-hmm. are, I guess, the same thing. Like, if you love yourself, you'll be willing to take care of yourself. And taking care of yourself does not mean, like, losing weight in all cases. Yeah. Or in most cases. And I guess, I feel like now would be a good time to talk about eating disorders, which is, like, a yeah. really, it's just, like, a huge rising issue, especially like, among young women. But it affects all genders, races, and ages. Eating disorders are basically when, well, it's related to body dysmorphia, related to, usually related to weight, um, but eating disorders can also stem from anxiety or 
you know, traumatic event, like, if you want to, if you want to hear about things that might uh, trigger ment- uh, mental illnesses, you can look at our last episode as well. Um, and eating disorders are, there's two main types. Anorexia is related to not eating enough or, um, and essentially, like, starving yourself for long periods to try and lose mm-hmm. weight. And, um, and bulimia is doing like is having like binge episodes and purge episodes where you basically the purge is like I feel like media usually it's like throwing up but like it's it can also be like exercising really intensely which is one that's like really prevalent among um, men especially I will add more facts in the comments so I think eating disorders I think there's generally along with body positivity there's a very specific way they're advertised in the media a very specific light that's like shown on eating disorders um which is more like i don't i wouldn't say it's like negative and i wouldn't say it's glorified but it's kind of not acknowledging everything head on like it's Mm -hmm. they're acknowledged but there's i very rarely see like resources to deal with them and then sometimes there are like personal stories and i think for at least the people I've known who've dealt with eating disorders, like, it permeates all aspects of your life. Like, it starts to control sure. your life. And it's to the point where, like, eating and food controls your entire life. And it's, like, what everything's based around. Like, you don't mm-hmm. do things without thinking about, like, what food you're going to eat or, like, how many calories it burns. Like, you have in your head, it's just in the forefront of your mind, like, what you're eating. At least for, like, I'm not sure about the other side of eating disorders where it's less about losing weight and more about gaining weight because there's two sides to it. Like there's overeating and then there's undereating. Mm -hmm. And I think overeating is a lot less acknowledged by the media. And for the purposes of body positivity, I don't, I don't think it's as important to this conversation because oftentimes it's not, it doesn't stem from a need to be skinnier to fit in and have a different body type i think overeating is often stemming from other mental health problems Mm -hmm. like depression um but i don't think that's even talked about that often like i rarely hear people talk about that i've had to do my own research to learn that but i think eating disorders are a lot more complex than people make them out to be and it's not always about just losing weight and being skinny However, that is a large part of it. I think that's what we should talk about here, which you talked about a little bit. But I think it cannot be overstated, like, how much it affects someone's life, how much it can, like, derail someone's life, how much you can be in therapy for years afterwards, have relapses, always think about, like, worry about relapsing. Anorexia is the deadliest mental illness in the United States, which is pretty scary especially since it mainly affects young people and Mm um i think also a lot of people i think there's a lot of people who don't realize that they're participating in like disordered eating behaviors Mm -hmm. um like i know a lot of things there's a lot of with the rise of like instagram and fitness culture like on instagram and stuff there's a lot of like diets and things that are like that are like very like unhealthy but a lot of these young people are like very impressionable impressionable obviously so they're following 
these like regimens even though they're like not good for young people you know yeah i think a lot of diets i think the main purpose i mean diet culture is just about like losing weight i think i don't think Mm -hmm. i mean there's always the guise of it being healthier for you but i think there's not one diet that's actually going to make you healthier it will just make you skinnier but also like I think a lot of diets like deplete you of nutrients by telling you like what you can and what you can't eat and a big part Mm -hmm. of diet culture is restricting your diet and I think that's very unhealthy and obviously leads to disordered eating yeah I mean in the mental health episode Ari and I talked about like eating healthy just but not in a way that like not counting your calories and like Mm -hmm. making in like all that like that's if you're obsessing over it, it's to that point, it's not healthy for you anymore. But mm-hmm. just like trying to get a balanced diet. And I think you know yourself best. So just like if you realize that you're eating something that's like not making you feel good or like doesn't agree with you, then like obviously stop eating it. But I think you know yourself best. Like you should know how much you need to eat. You should eat until you're full. And because your body like craves what what it needs um i'm trying to pull up this video i watched that was actually super interesting it was stephanie buttermore on youtube mm-hmm. she did this thing called like an all-in diet um where she like would just eat until she was full every day for like a year um and the main reason she did it is because she had like chronic hunger i think is what she was talking about i think i'll link the video in the description but it was basically about how everyone, like, needs a different amount of food and, like, you shouldn't stop because of, like, the calories or just, like, eat until you're full because. I also want to touch on, like, even if you don't have, like, an eating disorder because um, you can still, like, have, like, uh, body dysmorphia or, like, disordered thoughts. Like, I think mm-hmm. everybody at one point has thought, like, oh, like, I shouldn't eat that right now or, like oh I've like ate too much or something like or I don't know like one thing for me is like I feel like I always have to exercise like once a day or something or Mm -hmm. else I feel like really bad or like I just keep thinking like oh I didn't exercise today or something like I think that we've all had those thoughts and like it's just good to like recognize those thoughts I think and just know when like when it's becoming bad and when you need to like step back which is really tricky yeah, I think for me, I, like, worry when I start repeatedly thinking about how I haven't worked out in, I don't know, a couple of days or, like, how I've eaten cake with every meal or whatever. Like, and that's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been hard for me to, like, kind of listen to my body and be like, okay, like, I literally feel like shit today. I should mm-hmm. not work out or, like. Yeah. But for me, I think it's, Yeah. I think you need to know yourself because for me, when I don't feel workout, I feel worse like mentally because mm-hmm. I think it's been helping me a lot. So I think I don't know if it's directly related to like like body image, but I think mm-hmm. it's just everyone's different. So you just and you know yourself best. So don't yeah. let anyone tell you what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing is like comparing yourself to other people, like literally mm-hmm. your body might shut down if you work out every day. Or it's just not, 
or like you can't like eat a salad for every lunch meal like that's just not going to work for your body and i think it's just like knowing your body and knowing your body's different from other people's bodies yeah and if you know what if salads for lunch every day work for you then then you should do that and if working out if you're an athlete and working out every day with like a trainer and everything is is working for you then yeah but everyone's different so yeah um another thing you talked about comparing yourself to other people and Mm -hmm. i just kind of want to talk about like social media i remember we talked about this a, a bit in our rant episode but i feel like social media is definitely causing in my opinion it's the number one reason why there's such a rise in um eating disorders and body dysmorphia because I mean, like, it's summertime, so if, you know, if you're looking on your Instagram and there's, like, and there's, like, you literally scroll and there's just, like, pictures of your friends just, like, at the beach and stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's just, like, I feel like it's proven that looking on social media makes you feel worse. Yeah. And I think it's because you're seeing all these pictures of people, like, when people post on social media, it's usually, like, the best photos of themselves like they're editing they're filtering them to make sure they look great and you're seeing that and you're thinking that like this is how they are but really that's how they are like at their best moments so you just have to remember that like that's them at their best moments like and you don't have to like compare yourself to their best you should you should just worry about yourself I also just want to call out I think I do this too when it's like if I'm posting pictures of myself, I generally, well, I always take a ton of photos, just like not even just mm-hmm. to have a lot to post, just because in general, I love taking a lot of photos. But like the ones I post are generally the ones where you maybe can't see that my stomach is not flat or you can't see that. I don't know, like, I don't know, like my side profile is probably not accepted in skinny culture. And I think I'm so, 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 so guilty of, like, picking the photos where I think I look the best and in my head where I look the best is where I look the skinniest. And I think that's a really hard thing to get over. But I also think recognizing that you do that can help it, like, be easier to recognize that other people, like, everyone's doing that. Yeah. Which can make it easier to interact with social media. Yeah, just, like, small things, like, whenever you're wearing something where you're like where you're like midriff exposing you're always like trying to like suck it in and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's just like a natural instinct like you don't even think about it that much but just like it's all centered around like trying to look skinnier which is Mm -hmm. like is so dumb because whether you like looks whether you're like sucking it in or not just it you're still the same person so it doesn't make you any healthier or not yeah Sarah wanted to talk about representation in the media of it, so I'll let her talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about um, is that I think a lot of people consider fat an insult, and fat has a really negative connotation, especially in American society. Um, But fat is literally just an adjective, and the Mm -hmm. fact that everyone assigns in a negative connotation shows, like, the depth of fat phobia in society um i think recent yeah yeah i just want to say like we all have fat so it's not like it's literally just a thing that we all have to like help our bodies function and everything it shouldn't be like a negative thing 
you literally like need fat to survive um i think recently the media um has become a lot more accepting to larger people but i think there's a very specific type of Mm -hmm. like larger people that the media is more drawn to um and that's like okay when i go on like clothing websites or like instagram or anything that have like different sized models um who aren't like a size zero size two all the time i think i think there's like mainly like two body types there's the women that have like the hourglass figure which is like the more defined waistline larger hips and bust like kardashian i guess and i think while this is a larger figure and like these people aren't wearing size two size four it's still perpetuating like an ideal body type it's not like a skinny people body type it's like a larger person body type and i think mm-hmm. this is like generally like what people mean when they say like they want like thick girls or um and i think instead of like being their one body type where there's like a skinny person now there's two ideal body types which is no not what we want there's like no middle i don't think i think well women's modeling now includes larger models there's no like in between sizes there's either you're either plus sized or you're literally a size zero or two and i'm not saying being a size zero or two is bad in any way i'm just saying it's not realistic for everyone to be a zero or two Mm -hmm. um i want to add that i've seen a lot more plus size women in like especially modeling ads and there's a lot of plus size or not even plus size just like uh female celebrities with like different body types but i just want to say like i feel like a lot of the body positivity movement is centered around women mm-hmm. because i mean i think women do get shamed more but it's important to note that like uh that men can also feel like body dysmorphia and mm-hmm. especially since i feel like i don't think i've ever seen a plus size male model ever on an ad before like i had to actually like look it up to like see if there were any so i think that's like a, a, that's a really big issue that needs to be addressed because eating disorders can affect men too and i think there's sort of a double standard like how girls say like girls are like preaching body positivity like for women but then also they only find like men with like a certain body type attractive you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think it goes both ways and like having like all like having a six-pack and being like super lean is like not super realistic for like a ton of men which is fine in like movies and stuff i've read all these articles about like how the men will like dehydrate themselves for like two days before shooting and then they'll like pass out on set because they literally don't have enough liquid in their system because dehydrating Mm -hmm. like makes your muscles and like your veins pop more and like in movies when you see like men with like hella arms and like super ripped those abs those aren't real they're just it's just men literally dehydrating themselves dieting for weeks before filming Mm -hmm. like that's another like i think what you were talking about like it the movement focuses a lot more on women but like that's also extremely damaging to men because like that's not healthy like people can't sustain that and even just things like i remember tom holland it was like he was joking but he was saying how like before whenever he had like a shirtless scene or something he would like do a bunch of push-ups ahead of time but like 
he was just joking but even just like that mm-hmm. like it's sort of the same thing about how like you're just trying to look as like skinny as or like fit as possible mm-hmm. and even and he just said it so casually and stuff but it's just like it just shows yeah. like how normal it's gotten mm-hmm. i know a lot of i think one of the chris's Chris Hemsworth maybe got hospitalized after filming something because he was so dehydrated. It's just like, yeah. It's also perfectly fine to want to lose weight for yourself. Like, I think a lot of people say like, oh, body positivity is like shaming people who want to lose weight. And I don't think that's true. Like losing weight can like weight, like, for some people, like, a weight loss journey is, like, really empowering for them, and it makes them feel healthier, and, um, but it, again, it's, like, all about you, so, um, and it's ultimately your choice whether you want to lose weight, like, it shouldn't be anyone else's choice, but you should just know, like, some healthy ways to do it, um, and I would always, like, try and consult other people, like, if you're trying to lose a lot of weight, I would, recommend like consulting a dietitian if you can Mm -hmm. if you're trying to get into like working out which I think is really great because working out is like really helps your body and your mind like we talked about that in the last episode I would say if you're doing YouTube workouts this is one thing I noticed um try and do videos that don't focus on weight loss but instead focus on just like maybe strengthening or like um or one of those things because the weight loss videos, I feel like it's sometimes not healthy to, like, focus so much about, like, the weight loss part, and usually I've done, like, a ton of YouTube workouts. I'm, like, an expert on them. The intensity between the different, like, the weight loss workouts and, like, just the ones that don't say that in the title are, like, basically the same, so it doesn't really matter, and I would say I like Pop Sugar Fitness because they 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 just have nice hosts that and also they have like different skill levels so I know for some people like working out is really hard um and everyone's at like a different fitness level which is perfectly fine and I think it's really cool that if you want to get into fitness and um there's different skill levels so you have different options to choose from I was thinking about like the body the body positivity movement and I would just say, like, one thing, if I could add to it or, like, change it slightly, I would say, like, to focus not just on, like, weight and, um, like, body figure, but also, like, there's a lot of other things that people are, like, insecure about, about their bodies, like, their nose or their skin color or their hair type um, or their height. Like, those are all things, like, like, for me, for example, I was really insecure about, like, my skin for a while because I had, like, pretty bad acne for a while. Um, I also feel like, like, also, I I don't know. There's just, like, other things that are not directly related to weight loss that, like, can make people really insecure. Kind of to end on, like, a positive note or, like, a instead of talking about all the bad things and all of our problems and how... Like why body positivity uh like just some ways you can become more body positivity no become more body positive and enforce body positivity i think one big thing for me was at least diversifying the body types i'm exposed to on the media there's a lot of instagram accounts which i've linked previously but i'll relink um having like 
a diverse set of influencers not just body type but also like race abilities like viewpoints I think that's not body positivity but also just like in general expose yourself to different viewpoints um Twitter accounts honestly like I'm scared of Twitter but like there's some really good Twitter accounts out there that are pretty body body positive so I'll try to find some of those and link them I think also yeah yeah go ahead just in in addition to that make sure like you know who you're following and unfollowing or even muting people who make you feel bad about your body I think in the short term like it can be really useful to like block out certain people who like make you feel bad about your body but in the long term I think Mm -hmm. it's an actual like really good goal to work towards not getting as affected by people who used to make you feel bad about your body by either how they looked or like what they were saying but I think that's really hard and a good first step can just be silencing them yeah I just want to add to that um I would say like when I see like in Instagram for example is a very appearance-based app or social media platform I mean I don't have Instagram but I know that like a lot of Instagram comments are always like talking about appearance and stuff so I would just say you know if you're trying to compliment your friend maybe you could like comment on like their outfit or um like their hair or something and or I don't know like where they are um because I feel like some people have said like when they they were going they were going through like a really bad time like in their like body dysmorphia they know they like they were just like going off of like all the praise that they were getting on social media because they thought they looked really good at that mm-hmm. point. So just like maybe make don't make everything about appearance. Yeah. I think something that can be really important for changing your own perception of your body is just changing like how you think about your body. If not like, for instance, it's not about how your body looks. It's like what your body does. I think I got this from mm-hmm. Simply Neological. She was talking about like working out and how she started working out and lifting a lot more. And it's like, oh, your big legs are really good for doing squats. And, like, you can climb a mountain with your legs. Or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if you have big arms, great for hugging people. Great for lifting up your friends. If you marry someone and you have yes. big arms, you can carry them down the aisle. Like, doesn't that sound exactly. so romantic? And I also want to say like I would focus instead of the things about yourself that you don't like because I think there's always going to be things about yourself that you don't like unfortunately um I would focus about the things that you do like like just think about like three parts of your body that you like really that you like and just focus on those things instead of you know all the negative stuff this I don't know if this is even helpful or like maybe it's (laughs) weird but like if you like look in the mirror like appreciate how good you look like appreciate how hot you look like be a little vain it's like fun it's like very fun I mean like that's what I do I like I I just think about like all the great things about myself for me personally I I like my I mean I just I like my skin tone a lot or I just focus on that and Mm -hmm. I like my eyes just like I don't know find things to focus on next thing surround yourself with supportive people um if people are making you feel bad like especially friends or um significant others like no that's not good if they're making you feel bad they're they're not your friends so just like you know cut them out 
uh, defenestrate them. And <laughs> yeah, and we'll take care of the rest. And then if I would say like choosing your clothes is really empowering and really important. Um, like it's good to have clothes that like make you feel confident and like that you think you look good in. So, and then like, I don't know. I think, I think fashion is really awesome because it, it's, I, I just think it's, it's like a way to express yourself and like there's fashion that looks good on all body types, which is cool. If you're not comfortable with wearing certain things, that's fine. Like, just because you don't want to wear a two-piece, for example, it doesn't have to mean that you're, like, that you're, like, insecure about your stomach. Like, just wear what you feel comfortable with. That's the most important thing. All right, so I think that pretty much wraps up the episode about body positivity. Um, mm-hmm. I, if you enjoyed that episode, please consider leaving us a good rating on apple podcasts it would seriously help other people find our podcast and help us uh continue to make this podcast and also um send us an email oh my god how did i forget that okay sarah where can our listeners contact us well, our email's always in the description of all of our episodes because we're, like, kind of begging you to email us. Yeah. But if you prefer a verbal insistence to email us, our email is adolescencepodcast at gmail.com. We will reply to anything, like, oh, like almost anything. Um, and we really just want to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Please email us. Um, at the end of each episode, we do what song is stuck in our head. So, Sarah, what song is stuck in your head right now? right now right now okay so i don't okay so i was like i don't really like dua lipa but then my friends kept telling me about how her album future nostalgia is really good so I was like, okay i'll listen to it and first of all the cover art insane the title of the album insane um and there's a song called good in bed on the album and i really like the chorus of that song and it's always stuck in my head and it's stuck in my head right now so yeah See, I have a friend who also likes Dua Lipa. I don't know. I never really liked Dua Lipa. Like, not that I disliked her, but just that I didn't really yeah. listen to her. I think you're the same way. Because in case you haven't noticed, Sarah and I both have, like, this very, very specific genre of music that we always pull songs from during this time. Sarah, yeah. it's always, like, indie pop. And for me, it's always, like, pop punk slash alternative rock from the 90s and early 2000s <laughs> and we never know each other's songs so i don't yeah but i i i should listen to this song because i've heard the album is good you should listen to the album i think it's worth it listening to it once okay um right now i have um the song i will follow you into the dark by uh death cab for cutie do you know this band or the song yeah okay (laughs) i think you would really like this okay it's very chill it's like i could totally see taylor swift doing like an acoustic cover of this song Ooh. you probably heard of it you might have heard of it because it's pretty Bro, this is our first taylor swift mention of the episode oh we were almost through (laughs) we were almost through oh my god i didn't even think about it okay anyway uh we'll see you guys 
Um, I like to say sometime later this week, but it's probably going to be like nine days from now. So bye. We'll see you when we see you. Bye. Bye.